So the Mood of the Boardroom special, uh, which is uh, issued by the Herald, is out. And I tell you, it's a fascinating read. It's a must-read. 150 business leaders were canvassed and asked about the state of our economy and the state of our governance. It's about 30 pages long. No ads in it either. It's just 30 pages of smart people talking. And far more indicative of where we really are than some of the gloom-laden 20-second soundbites you get in the TV and radio news sometimes we hear so often, like, well, we're going to hell in a handcart, and by the way, this government's full of Muppets. No, there's a lot more than that. Uh, there's good and there's bad in the whole thing. Here's some good, by the way. Business leaders have uh, decided or said that Grant Robertson, they believe, has been the best-performing minister this year in the government. And, you know, that is kind of reassuring because, after all, he is the Minister of Finance. He's described as disciplined and easy to work with. He's also praised for his ability to maintain fiscal balance, despite some big pushes from his colleagues to loosen up the purse strings. He's still no Bill English, who used to get very high ratings. Um, but, you know, good call. And the energy chief said about Grant, um, huge work rate, big intellectual engine and personable, the government needs another five of him. And there, there is a problem. The government does need another five Grant Robertsons. In fact, in the government at the moment, only five ministers have ever had cabinet experience. They are inexperienced. Winston Peters in the mood of the boardroom continues to surprise, which is surprising, really, because, you know, why would you be surprised? He's probably the most experienced politician in New Zealand, uh, left in the House after National's big clean-out over the past two years. We've seen a lot of people go. And as I've said before, there is a trick to Winston Peters. Give Winston a job, because if he's idle, he'll start making work, and you won't like it. Uh, so the government hasn't been complete Muppets. The mood of the boardroom says the surprise fix of the TPP uh, should be highlighted. Uh, business leaders rate regional development as the second highest KPI after fiscal discipline, so the regional fund gets a qualified tick of approval. But that said, Shane Jones gets it, absolutely gets it. His continued attacks on business is a confidence killer. He's actually being told by business to cut the bombast. You might want to read this, Shane, and listen. James Shaw from the Greens gets praise for finding environmental concerns that all sides can agree on. And we can tell this. I mean, Simon Bridges recently supported the Climate Commission. It's better to do something than to want to do everything and have people saying no. But what comes out of all of this is still the concern about the uncertainty that billows around the country. And what is that uncertainty? Well, there is the trade and tariff wars between the US and China and others, the big players. It's concerning. The Herald has a lovely quote. When the elephants dance, it's the grass that gets trampled. We're the grass. And that's a good point. Uh, the other thing that has uh, caused the uncertainty is, of course, all the working groups and the reviews. No one knows what they're going to come up with, and that is automatically uncertainty. But knowing that the finance minister wants to be disciplined, what is really spooking the horses? And to me, it seems to be the findings of the tax working group, and in that it's the fear of capital gains taxes. And capital gains taxes could have two consequences. If it's on property... That would destroy a form of savings that we've been doing for decades. It would immediately impoverish a generation. You know, the baby boomers and the silver foxes who would see their entire financial plan for a lifetime destroyed. 
Then again, if there's a capital gains tax on capital markets, on share markets, etc., then that would be terrible as well. Why would people invest in New Zealand and its businesses? So capital gains tax freaks people out. And then there's the labour laws. And Ian Lees Galloway, the workplace minister, who is described by business leaders as being unlistening and doctrinaire. So they've signalled some changes to the 90-day law. They have been mitigated a little bit by New Zealand First. So, yeah, the real worry, though, for business is collective bargaining. This government calls it multi-employer negotiating. It flies in the face of reason. You know, just ask the public service. Everyone knows that wages and economies vary by region. Pay someone in Westport the same as someone in Wellington for the same job, and you know it, the Westport worker gets a better deal. It is not fair, it is not equitable. The old national collective agreements were an idea from the 60s and 70s. And remember, even Helen Clark's government realised they'd done their time. They never brought them back. So if you want some business confidence back, here's, here's some advice to the government. Sack the workplace minister. He doesn't seem to like business. Drop the labour reform for the next term. Leave business alone and get on with the areas that the country really want you to get into. And we're hearing very little about social issues and not enough about housing.